Now let's take a look at why movements so often fail to accomplish their vision. And if you think of a movement, it's a, a movement has an idea about the world, what would be an ideal condition of the world. And again, a movement is a collection of activists. So the activists are using their time and their money to go out in the world and work to convince people of the validity of their ideas. And movements often do make a lot of change. So to understand really why movements still run short, it's important to understand something essential about the world economy. So the world economy, I divide it into two main parts. One is subsistence. Like what does it take to be alive as a human being? Food, shelter, medical care, and that's kind of it, right? If we have that as a body, we'll stay alive. So for a significant portion of the world, that is their lives. But for the Western economies in particular, and the Westernizing economies, and even many of the other economies in the world, the flow of money and human energy is really constrained by cultural norms, values, and when you see it this way, really so much of the economy is a luxury. Uh, and, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing, uh, right? I mean, a beautiful piece of art. That's a, a great thing. Why would we not want that? Or a beautiful home even, or a beautiful city. So much of what we do as world culture, except for the poorest of the poor, is very malleable because as those values change, then the economy flows into the new values. That explains, for example, the rise of the organic food movement into now the organic food industry. So organic food started as a movement, a, a new way to do agriculture, a way to eliminate petrochemicals from the process of growing our food. And by 1980, it was about a billion dollar a year industry. And that's when Whole Foods decided they'd get into it and try to expand it. And, you know, now, 40 years later, it's a 50 billion plus industry. And Whole Foods is uh, one of the dominant players with perhaps even a third of that overall market share. And that's a really good example of a movement turning into a market. It no longer became just a charitable activity or something that you might do as a pastime. It became an entire transition of a segment of the, what we might call the normal economy. And that's really what veganism is about and what Vegan Launch is about. We want to normalize veganism in the economy. We want to grow the economy. So one of the challenges is that often a lot of movements there's a number of things because usually a movement again is looking at something that's not being solved. A, you know, uh, members of the society that may be suffering and those can be humans. And of course, with vegans, we're looking at the suffering of animals. As an environmentalist, I looked at the suffering of ecosystems and those are victims. But the challenge is that those of us 
who in a way have the good fortune to be able to turn our attention to these matters. Like it's a great privilege to be able to work in a movement. And yet we often absorb or take on the role of the victim. So when we look out in the world, then we have antipathy to the leaders, the status quo, the establishment. We, we look at them with resentment because we view them as perpetrators, not only against, say, the animals, but also against us personally. And that kind of a victim mentality prevents us from really seeing how to be responsible for the future that we want. And in the last lesson, we talked about how movements tend to work on individual change uh, or working at the policy level, but movements rarely effectively enter the economic realm. And you can see if we successfully change values, the economy will change for the, the same, you know, the values-based economy. That can change and it can change very quickly because values are really just a matter of agreement. Whereas everything else is kind of infrastructure based, it's slower to change. And this is where we end up with certain kind of problems, like in the vegan movement, not necessarily anticipating and being ready for the transition into an economic movement. You get situations where uh, a, a, you know, a meat industry leader, let's say, well, there's these, uh, you know, insane people out there that think that we should have plant-based protein, well, if they're willing to spend money, we'll take it. And then they take that money and they invest in new chicken slaughterhouses. And so when we're taking money, you know, the whole plant-based protein movement or economy wouldn't exist if it weren't for the vegans pushing the ball forward for over 50 years now and creating that value, set of values where the idea of an economic transaction around a synthetic, uh, you know, plant-based burger, you know, the idea that that could be an established part of the economy, that's caused by vegans. But when you take the money you make from that and put it back into animal cruelty, you're, you're diffusing the movement. And what we find in various industries is that as movements grow, the larger economic players will tend to take the money that they can make by looking at it as a market niche, and then they're still paying their same lobbying groups to attack the very movement that is generating revenue for them. So how do we get beyond that? Well, Vegan Launch is saying the way we get beyond that is through financial organizing. We're introducing a new principle, grassroots financial organizing. And that really only became possible with the rise of something called um, investment crowdfunding, or also otherwise known as public venture capital. And we're going to get into the history, like how did we get to the point where we needed permission to raise money? We're going to talk about that in another lesson. But suffice it to say, we have the permission now from the regulators of the financial world to organize financially, and we have the money. If you've looked at our website at all, you'll know that vegans alone control $3 trillion of assets in the retail or publicly traded stock market. So there's no shortage of money, but what there is is a shortage of financial organizing. And that's what Vegan Launch 
is here to do. We're taking, helping take the vegan movement into a new level of organizing in a way where we can directly fund the kind of enterprises that will exist in the future economy we want. And if we want to build the future, this is the way. We envision the future. Like, what would the world look like in a vegan future? And what kind of enterprises will exist in that future? And the time to start building those is today. So thank you for participating in this course. And as we step through the course, you're going to learn more and more how to go about that task of building the enterprises now that will be the economic leaders of the near future.